I have really let go, really let go of this concept that marriage is some predictor of my worth and also my success. Hey there, and welcome to the Soul Talks podcast. We are your hosts, Julie Gerber, inner critic and body image coach. And I'm Sarah Vasquez, breakup recovery and empowerment coach. Tune in as we dive into conversations about the pursuit of your desires so that you can feel confident and become magnetic in life and love. If you're ready for some deep soul talks all about dating and love, the relationship you have with yourself, and some crazy wild stories along the way, grab your girlfriend, a glass of wine, or your favorite drink, and enjoy the ride. Welcome, everybody, to Soul Talks with Sarah and Julie. We have another great episode we are actually recording this episode both with a glass of wine uh, and we're actually recording it during December. <laughs> Sarah's just cheersing me. Uh, we're recording it during December and I'm mentioning that because uh, the episode probably won't get released until later in the year and this episode was inspired by coming up into the holidays and those conversations that both Sarah and I are having with our clients, our friends, and maybe even ourselves, what it's like to be single, going through a divorce or a separation during the holidays. And obviously we're coming into Christmas. However, uh, there's so many holidays that that fear or those insecurities come up because we're going to those family events or those social events, where we're probably going to get asked about our relationship status. And we all know we have those family members or those friends that are really, I know Sarah Smiley, really invested on where, we're, where we are in life with our relationships. So we're kind of going to get into busting some of those myths of being single during Christmas, uh, New Year's, or you know Valentine's Day. Any of those holidays is is really not so great. We're going to bust that because I am here and Sarah's here to tell you that there's some pretty fantastic things that can happen during the holidays while you are single. So Sarah, I'm so curious when I brought up this topic for you, where did it bring you? Where did it bring you in terms of maybe a personal memory or even something that you are working on with a client? I know that we were talking about this in our Voxer messages together and I feel as if 10 years ago, this would have really, really bothered me being single, not being in a relationship because we feel pressure in general in society that if you're alone, you're not happy. That's just the general myth that is going around and what we feel just through the questionings and how people can sometimes interrogate us about our, our relationship status. And always, always, always. Right. Like, yeah. And that's something that I want to also brush on too, on different questions that we can ask each other if we are single and around the holidays, because it doesn't always have to be about our status and who we're with or who we're committed to, or if we're engaged, when we're going to get married, all of these pressures that we can feel. And we never know what's happening inside of a relationship to ask these sorts of questions anyway. So yeah, my younger self felt so much pressure. I felt like I was loser. You know, I felt like I wasn't in my womanhood. I felt like I was lost. There's so many things that was tied to me being younger and not having a relationship. And I do believe, and I do feel that it is hundred percent society pressure. And also, yeah. And also what we get fed obviously in Disney and what we perceive as what happiness is, 
there's just this whole layer that we really have to bust the myth of singlehood is actually a really amazing gift and it's opportunities for us as women and men listening out there to really just be with ourselves and enjoy this time to grow and to evolve and to develop. So yeah, there's that feeling of, I'm never going to find anyone. I'm going to be alone forever. And just really working through that throughout the years has been really empowering. And I'm curious, Julie, with you, what you see and what you've felt along your journey, or maybe even some stories or comments that you've gotten along while being single, or maybe some pressures. And now I'm very similar to you that I don't feel those pressures. Although while we're recording this, I'm in a committed relationship. And the last two Christmases, um, or you know, those icy Christmases, sometimes a major holiday, I was single and actually going through a breakup. So the level of insecurity and sadness was very different. When I sit in myself today and the version of me today, I have really let go, really let go of this concept that marriage is some predictor of my worth and also my success. That's been my experience just with singlehood of that almost sort of looking at, okay, here's a here's someone in their 30s, not married, doesn't have kids. And it's like, we're going to then pity them. <laughs> I have to be honest, I have a pretty amazing life. Is there things that I strive to do differently and to grow and evolve? Yeah. But my life overall, I love it. I love the idea that on a Friday night, I can go out and go out and have a great time with friends or go out for dinner and come home and, you know, just have a different interaction with myself and then actually spend, you know, time on the weekend really investing in me or investing in my family or extended family members. So I would say sometimes singlehood, it really does offer you to offer that opportunity to do some things that maybe is a little bit harder when you're in a committed relationship. And both are beautiful. Just as you're saying, they're gifts. Both are gifts in different ways. And I would say I haven't always seen it that way. I haven't always seen um, being single as a gift. And I actually really remember a moment again around a significant holiday and really not wanting to go purely because I was single and I was expecting those comments, those questions. Well, who are you dating? Uh, are you going to get married? And wanting to avoid that where now, I'll be honest, if someone you know would come up to me and, and almost have pity, I'm probably going to step into this very powerful self to allow them to experience a almost a different uh, connection to relationships. Um, unfortunately, I think I have family members that have this old, outdated philosophy about um, what it is to have happiness and success in life. And often that's connected to relationship, marriage, children. And they haven't had an opportunity themselves to actually see that singlehood is so beautiful. So I've had, yeah, many, many different you know experiences. And there's so many examples that I could kind of even give <laughs> that I almost just kind of want to laugh at now. But I really also want those listening to recognize no matter where you are on that journey um, for yourself, just allow it. Like sometimes we don't have to necessarily change it. And I know that 
we oftentimes give tips or strategies and we can go there. We can definitely go there and talk about that. However, sometimes we actually just have to sit in it, own it and fully, fully embrace it to allow others to also see the beauty in it. Yeah. And singlehood for a lot of us is also a choice and we can be choosing to be single forever. And we can also be choosing to be single and own that singlehood until we find someone either. All of them are so okay. And I also have wrestled with being having that single status <laughs> for a little bit now. And it is like what you're saying, just sitting with it and working through the beliefs and the myths of being a single woman at 30 something, maybe even in her twenties to just really bust through that. And there's something else that you said about worthiness. And I find it really interesting that men aren't really categorized or seen in this way of, Hey, are you married? Do you have kids? This level of pressure. And it's just really speaking to the lens of how women are viewed in society that we are only worthy if we have a man by our side. And I'm all about conscious relationships and I'm all about connecting deeply in our intimate relationships. But as we're single, this doesn't determine our value. It doesn't determine who we are. We are so much more beyond our status. Totally agree. And, and I also say we have to stop accepting others and narratives because that is someone else's narrative of being in a relationship married is therefore seen as of a higher value or seen as someone that is happier. That's their narrative. That isn't mine. And I no longer am going to accept your narrative. Like I'm ready to embrace my own narrative. My own narrative gets to say being single is pretty freaking awesome. Come on. I know that there's listeners there that a hundred percent will say there are mo if they're not maybe experiencing it right now, they will. Like I get going sometimes through breakups. They're not always fun. And there is moments where you are going to say, gosh, this is amazing. Like really amazing. And even people that are in relationships, because I know people that are in relationships and they envy being single. So that tells us something, right? Yeah. I totally see that. It is true. You know, the grass is always greener as we talk about. And there are a lot of pros, just as you said, to being single and also cons, but I want to highlight a bit of the pros. And as I speak them, listeners, I want you to really sit and also think about what you love about being single. What is it that you enjoy the most? I know me personally, I love to hear yours too, Julie. I love a lot of freedom and I love a lot of space because the work that I do is really deep. So giving that time and that space to really reconnect with self and center is really something that I enjoy being single. And I know a lot of my girlfriends actually have the same experience with space is important and space is a beautiful part of being single and having that freedom, having that autonomy is something that we can really cherish and value. Not to say that your next relationship won't give you autonomy. That's a healthy dynamic, but you can allow this time for you to just really explore yourself and just enjoy what it is about being single and connect with yourself more deeply. It truly is for me when I look back, it is a complete, complete self-love journey and it's an immersion into yourself and your desires and your wants. And I look back on, you know, the monot serial monogamous relationships that I was in and I don't have any regrets, but I, but when I look back, I wish that I was single more often 
Mm-hmm. And I wish that I took that time for myself to actually learn more about me in my earlier 20s than I was heavily invested in relationships. Again, I'm looking back, the grass is always greener. But if I could really tell my younger self that is being single is something that you cherish. And I also have this thing too, that, you know, we're going to be, if you you really want, a, um, if you're wanting a monogamous relationship and you're wanting to find your person, you're going to spend 30, 40, 50 years with that person. So enjoy yourself, enjoy the time that you have with you and enjoy your freedom. Yeah. And the freedom piece make for me makes me think of my schedule. And I appreciate that's not really at this deep level, but I can go there is being single really does free up my schedule very differently. And it's freedom that again, in, in a healthy relationship, again, we allow each partner to have space and be able to go out and do things that they cherish or enjoy them. But I do find in singlehood, you have more freedom to be a bit more spontaneous with things that come up and, you know, Hey, someone invites you to go away for the weekend on a ski trip or go and do this healing retreat or workshop. I find being in my singlehood, I, I begin to experience more of those unique things. And maybe that's just a reflection of me. Um, however, I will say when I tend to be in relationships, I'm not as invested in jumping in on those spontaneous events. And, and I would say that's one of the great things about being single. And especially, again, whether it's around a holiday or it's just a regular week, I find that I say yes more. I say, yes, yes, I'll go and do that. Yes, I'm going to give that a try. And I have sometimes maybe less stress or less fear of just jumping in on those things. The other thing that really stands out for me is if I'm, you know, got a busy work schedule, I find being single actually allows me to recover from my busy weeks where I get to spend days where I kind of shut down because that's the way that I recharge is I shut down. I, you know, maybe spend more time alone versus when I'm in a relationship, I want to ensure that I'm giving to my partner and my partner is also giving to me. However, that can sometimes not work well when I already have a super busy week. So those are just some of those major things that are really standing out for me about like why it can be good. (laughs) Yeah. And the thing that you were saying about being spontaneous, I resonate so much because I just love being spontaneous and also having that freedom to just pick, grab my keys and run out the door last minute with, I know most relationships, there's a level of asking for permission, you know, Hey honey, I'm going to go out here. You have to move things around. You have to adjust your schedule. And there is less people pleasing when you're single. And I think that's really powerful. But the thing about being spontaneous is when you're single, you actually are able to cultivate really special and what I call mystical moments with people. When I go out and I'm single now, I have the lens and I feel it in my body that I'm meant to meet this person. I'm meant to meet this guy or girl on this journey or in yoga class. I'm meant to meet them. And being single in that context of just grabbing your keys or running out the door really cultivates new friendships. And it also allows you to witness yourself in a mirror that is outside of being coupled with someone. To me, being single and alone, it feels more of this 
spiritual, magical journey than when I am in a relationship. And I know that that also can be really deep and fulfilling and spiritual as well, but there's just a different journey and experience when you're in both. The other thing that jumps out is deepening of friendships. That has been the one thing that has been so amazing is anytime I have gone through a season or a longer period of time being single or even going through a breakup, I have always come out with a deeper friendship with maybe my current friends or new friends. One of my really great friends right now, her and I have really cultivated that friendship over the last three years. We've known each other for, I would say about seven years. And we actually met through our exes. And it was when I was single and she was single, we kind of ran into each other and, and developed this really deep friendship. And now this friendship, it's not going anywhere. Like we were able to establish such a strong connection and foundation, despite, you know, she's in, she's been in relationships, out of relationships, same with me or in dating, in committed relationships. And that friendship now had the time and the space to really become magical. And it wouldn't have happened. It would not have happened if I was in a relationship that only happened out of singlehood. Yeah. And so when we're leaning on our friends, when we're single, like you're saying, going through a breakup or something hard, we usually lean on our partners for that typically. So I think friendships are some of the most underrated things in our lives because we don't always necessarily come from a good family. You know, we can't choose our family. And also choosing our friends is something that we have autonomy in and that we can always deepen, that we can always turn back to. So there's just some myths here that Julie and I were wanting to just debunk and talk about because if you are single, I'm curious to hear from you in our DMs or in the comments below this podcast, what you really enjoy about being single and also some pressures that you might be feeling while being single, some things that you hear that you just really want to change, <laughs> change in the world. You know, one of them for me is, oh, oh are you going to have kids? <laughs> you're going to have kids. And that's not something that mm -hmm. I'm personally desiring for myself. And I get that a lot. And, you know, just these questions that are, are a bit unnecessary. So I'm curious for you listeners to tap into that well of you. Yeah. I would definitely love to hear from everyone around what, what are they valuing in their singlehood? Mm -hmm. Where are they finding, you know, those magical moments that maybe we just have to say them more <laughs> and allow there to be more energy about that. Because unfortunately, sometimes there's so much time or conversations around being in relationships and the beauty within that case in point, people celebrate people being in couples. When do we celebrate someone just being single? It brings me back to Sex and the City when Carrie hosts, you know, she's going to all of these, um, I think engagement parties or buying these gifts for all these friends. And then finally she throws a party for herself because she's remaining single. Like that right there tells me like that is a woman that has gotten to a place where she values herself and is accepting and fully embracing. I am single and I love myself. So here's a toast to all the single people out there. Cheers. I got my wine glass up. <laughs> Same. Cheers <laughs> to all of them out there. We are with you and 
let's let's embrace it. Let's love it. Yeah. And celebrate. Let's celebrate each other on this journey of being single. And yeah, like you said, just embracing it. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. And we will see you on the next podcast. Cheers. Cheers. (laughs) 